0: I think you need to be reminded of how painful reality is. No! You were out doing your
1: job. I wasn't
2: fucking there.
1: Oh, look at you, torn apart
0: by guilt. You didn't do anything wrong. You are an honest cop. You didn't take money. You had to testify against them, even after they threatened your family. Most people would never testify against those guys. They're not like you. You had to do the right thing. And where was God? Hmm? He could have stopped it, but he didn't. He fucked you. and Then he made you feel guilty. Me, I don't do guilt. I didn't do what happened here. He did. Now, you just think about that. And you tell me who's really your friend. I can make it like it never happened. All for the price of a stranger's address.
2: No! You will never see the girl!
0: Oh, you see, now you're upsetting me. You don't want to see me upset,
2: believe me. Oh, you want to fuck with me? You think you know bad, huh? You're a fucking choir boy compared to me! A choir boy! You're in touch with your anger.
0: I really like that. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna have a drink.
1: You are listening to They Must Be Destroyed on Sight. The following podcast contains adult language, adult situations, and spoilers for the movies discussed. Occur often. You've been warned. Now, take it away, Dr. Roush.
0: They must be destroyed on site. Yeah.
1: Welcome to They Must Be Destroyed on Site, episode 271, and I'm your host, Lee, sometimes borders on competent Russell, and I am joined by my lovely co-hostess with the most, Lee. How do you expect to defeat me when you are but a man, and I am forever, Hardy, how are you doing?
3: I am forever.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, I am doing pretty good. I, mm-hmm. was, uh, I was laughing, because... Uh, anytime we have a guest on the show and we have like the intro music and they don't have their camera on, I always wonder if they're just secretly judging us.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: we're dancing to the music and we can't see the reactions. So.
1: <laughs> I just, I just feel bad for other podcasters who don't bop to their own music. I was, I was on an incredible podcast earlier tonight. Guest spot on for the uh, Solid Six podcast and they have a theme song. None of them were bopping to it. I was. <gasps> But uh not not to not to throw shade on Solid Six because oh, I love Solid Six. I'm not. No, I love Solid Six. You I'm just, just your
3: shade. <laughs> no,
1: not at all. You I'm need to
3: saying. dance to your music.
1: <laughs> I mean they kind of, they, they could stand to dance to the music. It's it's a good theme. But you know, whatever. Um, yeah, we're we're doing end of days. This is our, our first in like this series we're doing now where hey, one of us picks a movie, then the other person picks an actor. Hopefully an actor. If, if, we ha- if we have to struggle and go for director, we will. But uh, an actor from the movie. And we'll go through their filmography and pick something out that looks interesting and surprise each other. And uh, we're going to kind of do that for who knows how long. We'll, we'll see where, where it goes. Probably just until we get bored of it. Whatever. We may never. And This may be the entire podcast from now on.
3: This is how it goes. This you, is how it goes.
1: Mm-hmm. It might be our new gimmick. But uh, yeah, uh, we're doing end of days, the uh, Arnie versus Satan movie from 1999. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this, to laugh. <laughs> yes, yeah, strap strap in because uh, it's gonna get holy like this. That. super serious, yeah. That's that, that's how that's how it's done, but um, yeah, uh, we can uh, get into what we've watched less last little while. Uh, I'll throw over to you, Lady Lee.
3: All right. So I watched the uh, Hocus Pocus two. Okay. Yeah. So I enjoyed the first one. I'm not gonna say I was like as big of a fan as most people are with it. Mm-hmm. I think people are go fucking crazy over it. I liked it, but I had this real frustration that they had such a like uh, focus on the fact that. A kid in high school was a virgin. Like even the mm. sister was making fun of the kid being a virgin, and I'm like, How is that a bad thing? Like even at one point it's like, ha, ha, you're a virgin?
2: Like <laughs> I
3: don't even remember how kid oh the kid was supposed to be. I can't remember if it was like
1: You're fifteen just, and you're a virgin? Yeah. Lame.
3: Yeah, that just bugged me. Yeah, that's kind of Yeah, it was uh I don't know why. It just anyways, but the, the movie was fun. <laughs> it, like it was a cute movie, it's fun to watch around Halloween. But uh, nothing that blew my mind. So anyways, I was excited to see what they did for the second one and um, it was really lame. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. I, I think there was um, there was some good acting. Uh, I enjoyed the main characters. I thought their connection was really cute and I thought they, they had uh, good chemistry. But that didn't really save the movie at all. Like it was just a lame storyline. It was kind of boring. It was like, okay, so Hocus Pocus had a lot of this like action versus this one. Like the act, there was action there, but it was all this like the witches almost becoming good and the book becoming good. Uh, okay. And I I don't know. I get tired of it. Like, yeah, because wasn't was,
1: in the was, wasn't the original one they wanted to like eat children or something. They ate children. Yeah,
3: they ate children. And then this time they tried to give the excuse as to why they ate children. And then they tried to make them seem like personable. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. I don't know. Kids might enjoy it. They threw in some musicals here and there, like songs. Okay. Um, to be funny, and I don't know. I didn't. I didn't care for it. I just didn't care for it. I thought there was some there were some clever things. There were some clever jokes, but it got really stupid and meh, meh, yeah,
1: meh. meh. just meh, right yeah. across the board, meh. I mean, the, you-
3: it was the one movie I watched on Halloween, so I, I oh. made myself very sad doing that. Yeah. But Anyways. It's okay. I watched a ton of Halloween movies this year, so yeah. Sure I mean, we that. we
1: we we overloaded on the on the horror this month. I think so. Yeah.
3: Even myself, I like what back to back watched horror movies like on some days. So mm-hmm. or Halloween, I should say Halloween. Some were goofy Halloween, some were horror Halloween, but yeah,
1: <clears throat> you know, can't all be winners. But you know, I'll mention one that I did: Barbarian, which is oh, I I've been seeing
3: year- the ads for that a lot.
1: Mm. It's a very interesting movie. Uh, so, the the, init- the sort of premise of this is that a young professional woman uh, has to take a job interview in Detroit, or Michigan at the very least in Detroit. Um, or, well, no, Michigan per- is the state, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so she has to go there anyway, and to do that, she books an Airbnb. Happens to be an Airbnb in the absolute worst desolate ghost town part of like whatever part of Michigan she goes to. And, and, and I mean, it's kind of interesting in the sense that it's kind of topical where it's like, there's been such like economic depression and the, and the like in Michigan where there there are places kind of like this where there's this whole neighborhoods that are kind of dead now. But this one Airbnb is like the one standout house in this neighborhood. That's all almost totally deserted uh, other than like some homeless people living there and stuff. So she's, she goes to this Airbnb and lo and behold, this other guy is already there. And there's some sort of mix up in the uh, ske- scheduling for this and the booking. And so they try to make a compromise where they, you know, you can sleep in the bed and I'll sleep on the sofa. And she's not sure if this guy is on the level or not. And they do a lot of good, like, suspense stuff playing on that. And then the movie takes a massive twist when she finds a secret door in the basement of the Airbnb leading into all these underground tunnels and stuff. And I'm not going to spoil it, but it goes batshit crazy halfway through. And then in the last act, it even goes crazier. Yeah. if people have seen the movie Malignant from, I think it was just last year, Malignant or last two years, something like that, which was kind of a real throwback to schlocky 90s horror movies, like sort of um, pre uh, scream horror movies where in the 1990s, they didn't know really what they were doing. They were just like kind of throwing shit on the wall and seeing what's <laughs> the, the slasher movie. Boom was kind of dead. And it's like, yeah, let's do horror movies. Let's see what we can do. And let's go super crazy. Like Malignant does that in its final act where it just goes off the walls crazy. And this movie's kind of uh, comparable to that where it just goes fucking nuts. like it, it takes turns that you don't expect. Um, Justin Long plays a character in this who um, plays like a successful TV actor who gets me too. and like he gets a rape accusation. so and he's the owner of the Airbnb. And it's, like, just this property that he owns for some reason or whatever. And it's, like, he's trying to liquidate his assets to get money to pay for his fucking court case. So he goes back to, like, finalize that shit. And he gets wrapped up in this. And I'm not going to give away anything else, really. But other than it's it's probably a little overhyped. Like, a lot of people are kind of, like, talking this up, like, wow, this is the fucking greatest horror movie in the last couple of years. Not that but it's really good it's really solid it's got a neat twist and if you liked malignant if you, which is a kind of a 50-50 movie it's kind of a movie where like either people really loved it or really hated it mm-hmm. i feel like the twist in in uh, barbarian is um, equivalent but i don't think people are going to have like as hot or, hot or cold a opinion of the movie once they finish watching it like i think most people are going to kind of like this one cuz it goes crazy but it's I think in a more understandable context, where it makes a little bit more sense of why it goes crazy and how it goes crazy, but it still goes fucking crazy. But so it's it's really good. I liked it.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I keep seeing it. So. Yeah. It keeps popping up.
1: And as I previously mentioned, uh, I'll just uh, mention here real quick. Should be out in the next. I think it should be out later this week. If if not next week, I I don't quite have a grasp on their schedule but I just did do the solid six podcast earlier tonight and we did an episode on Messiah of evil from 1970 and that was a lot of fun very and, cool yeah so uh I'll at the very least put a link to the <laughs> solid six podcast so you can go to there and then check it out when it does show up in in the in their feed so and check yeah.
3: out their other podcasts as well <laughs> they
1: don't have any other podcasts so Oh, really? No, it's just Solid 6. That's all they do. Um. Mm. The, uh The trio of Solid 6, in some form or another, maybe all three of them, might end up showing up on this podcast at some point. So, yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Brady from the Solid 6 has already been on this podcast at one point. And that, was, that, was a, uh, that was a week you couldn't do it, I think. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah
3: because okay. Okay. It, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't too it wasn't
1: too long off it was like a year or so ago that he was on this, this show
3: oh okay yeah because I know it was um, a very like back and forth of like me being on the show last year when it was mm-hmm. during school
1: yeah um yeah so we can uh, take a quick break uh, play a podcast promo and all that good stuff and um, come back to the dude movie and I don't know about you Lee but I
0: think We got this man we got this by the ass (laughs) you ungodly warlock did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? (laughs) Ah, ah, it's a dead issue man don't don't push it cinema psyops is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject no one should have to watch this movie Oh, no one should have to watch (laughs) no one should have to watch this movie surprisingly it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle i'm shocked rude i know really right the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in it. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm uh, still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could it's get out of it. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you should be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history all yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally love this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brains warped watching this shit at twelve years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time yeah, when we were getting ready to do it that it was. A How movie did rough. you watch this shit at twelve? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Sciops. You ungodly warlock. <laughs>
1: I gotta say that's a brilliant trailer it is
3: i've quoted that that mm -hmm. trailer so many times too
1: (laughs) it's so well put together like he sampled a bunch of shit from different episodes and just strung it all in and it works perfectly it
3: sounds really good yeah
1: it's very it's very heavenly like this
3: fuck off (laughs) Because I need to hear that again. I haven't heard it enough tonight. No. You're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll I'll not do that again. Um. And today's we have a trailer. Gonna play it now.
3: Oh goddamn. <laughs>
0: December 31st, 1999, the end of a century, the end of a millennium,
1: the beginning of the end.
0: It's coming for you, Christine. Can you see him? Who are you? How do you know my name? He's going to find you, Christine!
2: Get down on the ground. You don't know what you've done. You said here the guy spoke to you. Yeah, so what? The guy doesn't have a tongue.
0: Listen to this. I've seen the earth laid waste. Let's take it easy. You're the good guys.
2: They tried to kill me. Why?
0: She's been chosen.
2: Chosen for what?
0: When the Dark Angel consummates your flesh with this human body before midnight on New Year's Eve. Then he unlocks the gate of hell. Ah! I've come for my wife, Christine! God forgive us! Let her go. How can you expect to defeat me? When I am forever, and you are just a man.
1: I did not edit that trailer very well. (laughs) I just pulled it. I thought I did. I thought I edited it, but I I guess I didn't. (laughs) Well, this goes to show I'm I'm slipping. That's all there is to (laughs) it. getting old. I guess I'm getting old. Um, Just want to mention, by the way, before we get into the review, uh, we did get a voicemail from our friend and fellow podcaster Gary Hill, who was supposed to, we wanted to join tonight, but he couldn't, unfortunately, in the last minute. I just wanted to mention that up front so he's not listening to this later on and going, like, where the fuck's my voicemail? Fuck these guys. I'm turning this shit off. I'm going to play it later after we finish our review of the uh, movie.
3: So, Gary, when you listen to this, just fast forward to the end. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you might want to do yourself a favor. So End of Days, 1999, directed by Peter Hyams, who's done a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, He did Capricorn 1, which is a... uh, basically about a faked Mars landing. Uh, Interesting movie. Uh, He did Outland, which is high noon in outer space with Sean Connery, which is a great fucking sci-fi movie. Um, He also did the star chamber. He did through 2010, the year we make contact, which is the sequel to 2001, a space odyssey. And uh, an interesting thing there is uh, he shared production notes with Arthur C. Clarke, the writer of 2001, uh, through email, early proto-email in the 1980s. So, like, before people had, like, computers where they just did email, like, it was, you know, second nature. This was, like, the new technology, writing letters to Arthur C. Clark through a modem um, and, and doing uh, that kind of shit. So, uh, kind of neat, neat little foot uh, footnote there. also did uh, Running Scared. He did two Jean-Claude Van Damme films, Time Cop and Sudden Death. And he also did the interesting monster movie from the 90s, The Relic. We have a writer here, Andrew W. Marlowe, who wrote uh, this, Air Force One, the Harrison Ford, I'm the president and you're on my plane. I'm going to kick your ass film. And and, uh, Hollow Man, which is I'm the invisible man. I'm going to rape you film. Hmm. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger here as Jericho Kane. Jesus Christ! Um, Gabriel Bryan as the man, aka Satan. Uh, we got Robin Tunney here from The Craft, in Empire Records, in The Mentalist. As Christine, uh, how her career survived this film? I do, I do not know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm glad it did. Uh, Kevin Pollak here is Bobby Chicago. That's his name, Bobby Chicago. Famous comedian, impressionist, especially people know him for his impressions. Very, very good. Uh, he's he's been in Willow, The Usual Suspects, Casino, grump, Grumpy and Grumpier Old Men. CC Pounder, who we just talked about in Tales from the Crypt, Demon Night.
3: I was about to say I was going to joke and say. I choose Demon Knight because a CC founder.
1: That's one of my notes. Um, <laughs> as Detective Marge Francis, we got the great Udo Kier here as head priest. Also known as Satan's cuck in this film, basically, who's been in just an amazing amount of shit. Can't even begin to really scratch the surface. Probably most notable first off when he uh, starred in a couple of Andy Warhol films. He was in Mark of the Devil, but the Andy Warhol stuff, Flesh for Frankenstein and Blood for Dracula. And then, of course, he went on to do Suspiria, uh, and he's been in all kinds of other notable stuff: Johnny Mnemonic, Blade, Shadow of the Vampire, The Editor, Roland, Sublock ninety nine, tons of stuff. He, he's one of the honestly Udo Kier is like the German that guy actor. Like you, you've seen him in a ton of stuff, and <laughs> very, very, very recognizable. Uh, we got Rod Steiger here, great fucking actor, as uh, Father Kovac. He was in The Heat of the Night, On the Waterfront, The Illustrated Man, Duck You Sucker, uh, the original Amityville Horror, among other things. Just tons and tons of stuff. Most people kind of know who he is. Mark Lawrence's old man. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to feel embarrassed saying this. I, I listed him in the credits. I don't remember who he is in this movie, honestly. Like, there's a couple old men in this film that it, yeah. did, it did register with me, but... I mean, Mark Lawrence has been in tons of uh, noir and stuff. Like, he was acting since, like, I think the late 30s, maybe even, and up until this point. He was was in stuff like Key Largo and The Asphalt Jungle, and he was in a couple Bond films, Diamonds Are Forever and The Man of the Golden Gun. Uh, he was in the Marathon Man. He was in the absolutely terrible Night Train to Terror. And he was in From Dust Till Dawn. It was one of his later credits. Um, and we have Mark Margolis as Pope. He was in Scarface, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, The Wrestler, Black Swan. And most people know him as Hector Salamanca in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And we have a synopsis here from someone called Ridley Levine in IMDb. And they say, on December 28th, 1999, the citizens of New York City are getting ready for the turn in the millennium. However, the devil decides to crash the party by coming to the city, inhabiting a man's body and searching for his chosen bride, a 20-year-old woman named Christine York. If he bears her child between 11 p.m. and midnight on New Year's Eve, the world will end. And the only hope lies within an atheist ex-cop named Jericho Kane, who no longer believes in God because of the murder of his wife and daughter. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's as good a synopsis as you're gonna get with this yeah. fucking bullshit uh, spoilers. Um, Tell us how you but, really
0: feel. <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah, uh, you were you're actually. Telling me during it while you were watching it tonight, I've seen this film before. So uh, just just get into it, Lee. What are your thoughts on this?
3: Okay, so I I can't remember when I watched this movie, but I've seen it, and uh, I don't remember much of it. Mm-hmm. One because I I fell asleep. I pretty <laughs> sure I fell asleep because I remember when uh, he said uh, the the albino said I'm gonna or she he's going to fuck you, Christine. Yeah. He's going to fuck that. you,
1: Christine.
3: And then when he shatters, that's the mm-hmm. scene. Cause that's a very unique. scene. and the guy obviously is very unique looking.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah. I remember that. I remember looking and be like, where did I see him from? It was this fucking movie. And then, uh, the end, because when they jump and the train is trying to stop, I remember that scene as well. Mm-hmm. So those are the two parts that I remember the rest. I don't, um, pretty sure I fell asleep or I just didn't enjoy it. Um, not gonna lie, I had a really hard time finishing this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was so, like, trying so hard to stay focused. <laughs> like, I need to watch this movie! I can't like, wait later. I can't do the whole, like, oh, okay, well, I watch the first hour. I'll come back. I'll watch the second hour. No, I had to watch it. <laughs> I had to watch it in one
2: mm-hmm.
3: shot. Um... I don't know what about it bugged me so much. I I think the storyline was very like wishy-washy. Like he was against the devil and the devil could like literally touch someone and they die, but they never did it to him. Even when he's Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to kill you. I wasn't going to kill you. I wasn't planning on killing you, but now I'm going to. And it's like, I'm going to send your best friend to do it again. Instead of him, it's like a James Bond movie when you could have killed. so Many times.
1: The devil has the worst plans in this film, right? Like the whole, the whole idea. Okay. This is, this is the biggest fucking hole in this film. And it's right off the bat. Satan takes the guys of 1990s. Gabriel Byrne, who is a very handsome man. If he had just decided to seduce Robin Tunney, like a normal guy would seduce a woman. He might not have that much trouble. But he decides he has to avoid that nonsense to accomplish his plan and go through all these machinations to get her and force himself upon her and, you know, send like cultists after her and shit. When all he honestly had to do, like he could have done this like a stupid 1990s romantic comedy where he seduces her in one night. Hey, I'm charming. Hey there, 20-year-old virginal, by the way, bullshit virginal like I, I know we i know we're talking about you know it's it's weirder that you know shame of like a 15 year old girl in high school or whatever being virgin 20 years old not so much like still okay but i mean it feels like no robert Tunney would be fucking like she'd be fucking it's stunning like she is stunt, so pretty. And we saw her in the craft. She was down to fuck. Like, come on. Um, okay, anyway,
3: we're, we're, it doesn't matter. In this movie, she's she's did they even say she was a virgin? I don't think they said she was a virgin.
1: No, she has to be a virgin.
3: Did they have to be the, virgin?
1: Yeah, she had to be a virgin. So the whole thing is the devil's down to fuck and he has to fuck her when within this out, one hour period and
3: and daylight saving or not daylight saving In uh, which timeline? <laughs> not timeline, which um uh what's it called? Time zone. There we go.
1: Yeah, that's another thing, right? Like that kind of frozen Like they never brought
3: the rich- up in the movie. They, right. like, they never answered it. They never went around It's like it doesn't matter the time, it's when it happens. But it's like wait, didn't you say it was an hour before midnight and the whole movie like had they had the thing where it was literally like anything but the last hour where it was just on New Year's Day or something like that. Cool. But they even like Arnold Schwarzenegger even said which time zone. Like yeah. it was already January 1st in half the country or half the world. Sorry, not half the country. Half the world when this happened. So Australia and England and Italy and like Thailand, they're all safe. Mm-hmm. Cool. The devil will take because we're already at January 1st. But like North America's fucked. This, this
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, essentially what, you know, the devil has all these resources at his disposal. He could have, like if he was still intent on kidnapping her and forcing himself on her instead of seducing her. Um, Couldn't he have just, like, got her plopped on a fucking bus or a plane and got her to fuck out of there and Jericho would never have a chance of finding her before he did the deed? Everything!
3: Everything! He could have done anything and everything and would have been able to. Like From the get-go when... um, I don't even know why they did the ritual,
1: for the I guess. Makes no sense. Satan is there. Why are you doing the ritual? Rituals are used to like bring Satan to Earth. Why? Why do you need a ritual around him fucking this? He should just fuck her. That that like that's that's the fucking thing. That's the the prophecy.
3: Oh my God, yeah. That was the hour before. And then, like, what? The last 10 minutes or nine minutes of the thing, which was actually nine minutes in the movie, which <laughs> I thought was, I, I had to check it. Um, uh, they're like, oh, it's going to happen. I'm like, okay, wait a second. He has to have sex with her, come and impregnate her mm-hmm. all within the nine minutes. Like, I'm not saying. Um, the devil can't come quick or that a demon is not powerful you, you, or whatever, but you, he's also in a human body, so I feel mm, like he human limitations.
1: You're, you're saying that, you're saying Lucifer is a two-pump chump.
3: A... It, it, it seems like it.
1: Yeah, because... Like,
3: yeah, you're sure... you've got, like, oh, you've got, like, what, ten seconds to come inside this girl? And then another thing, too, that really bugs me is that even if she got pregnant, like, there's such thing as a morning after pill.
0: Yeah, like, yes,
1: exactly. Yes. <laughs> like,
3: I don't know. I don't know why. I just felt there were so many plot holes in this. And okay. Um, at the end, when Arnold or Jericho kills himself, Ooh. I'm like, there was 10 seconds left. Why don't you just like stand there for 10 seconds? You do not even have to kill yourself. Like,
2: there, all there he had
3: were... to do was not fuck her, and he had enough mm-hmm. resistance not to fuck her. She could have stayed there. Literally, I'm- there was like te- they did the countdown, and he goes and kills himself. There's two seconds left, or four seconds left, and he runs into the thing and he starts dying. I'm like, why did he just stand there? Why? Didn't he- I mean,
1: could have told I mean, him to run,
3: and he could have stood there, and then devil would have still fucked up.
1: I mean, Robin Tunney's hot, yo. Like, you know, ten seconds—that's a lifetime. It's like I—I I don't know if I can do it.
3: He couldn't even take off his pants in ten seconds, like. <laughs>
1: Hey, (laughs) and you have to
3: insert it. It's not like you can just shove it in. Like you have to be able to insert it. I understand. Like the devil doesn't care, but again, like physically to be able to, like Mm -hmm. you have to get in there. I don't care if there's issues. The problem is if she's not ready, even though he is. There's just friction in general. So even when you force it in, it still takes a while.
1: Makes (laughs) makes me think. Makes me think the devil can like. Just engage the sperm shooter instantly if he just desires. Just it right away. Yeah, <laughs> I.
3: Then why don't you just like stick it in a fucking turkey baster and shove it? In?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, why why doesn't he just like bukaki or from a distance, right? <laughs> I. Yeah
3: cool. It's just, that's what I mean. Like, this is how many plot holes were in this fucking movie. Like,
1: this movie that, is plot hole, the movie.
3: That ending, like, I was I was just there. I was like, okay, well, there's there's 10 seconds left. I'm, I'm watching the timer on my computer, too, because I was, like, mm. testing this, right?
0: <laughs> but anyways,
3: there's 10 seconds left, and he's like, I'm going to go stab myself and die. Like, I understand the idea that he was supposed to, like, reach out, but then, doesn't that defeat the purpose of the whole religion thing, where if you commit suicide, you don't go to heaven?
1: Yeah. You would think that, but no, because
3: I guess move- sacrificial, but then again, he didn't have to sacrifice himself. So if he did it, so this is the thing. God would know. God would know because if he did it for the reason of I'm done, I'm going to sacrifice my body, even though I could survive because God would want you to survive because God wants you to suffer. Mother's trees are worse. Mother Teresa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this this is Catholicism, too. So, you know, this is this yeah. is all into fucking if, suffering if like a fucking idiot. If they make
3: you survive, if you can live, you're going to live. Uh, obviously, I understand, like, the sacrificial meaning at the end. But he didn't have to do it. It was obvious mm. he didn't have to do it. He had no time left to do any of these things. As soon as she ran, and he was like, ah, I was like, oh, that's it. That's literally a time from him to get there to there to die. Mm-hmm. Um was a time that it took for it to be midnight. So again, in this time zone. Cause don't forget, <laughs> Vancouver hasn't reached yet.
1: So yeah. I don't get it yet. I mean the devil's just gotta get her ass on a bus. If he me- if he doesn't meet this deadline, he's just gotta kill Arnie and get her on a bus and get, get to, you know.
3: Anyways, it was um okay, there's I'm I'm gonna list off a few things that really bugged me. Okay. So right from the get go uh, when the, sorry, not the get-go, but like right close to the beginning when um the devil first enters Gabriel
0: mm-hmm.
1: Gabriel Bre,
3: yep, he's in the restaurant and he goes up to this woman and just starts making out with her and grabbing her boob and her tits out. Mm-hmm. sad that that's the only boob that we saw this whole fucking movie um, that's
1: not that's not that's not actually true
3: we saw more the,
1: there's the incest scene
3: oh you're right
1: where he fucks a daughter and mother
3: okay that was the awkwardest sex scene like the girl on the side was just like ew 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 and then the mother was just on the bottom like i don't know anyways well
1: well, what what made it more awkward the fact that it was incest or the fact that the soundtrack behind it was limp biscuit
3: was it i wasn't paying attention it was
1: a limp this this is in the running we were talking about Brain Scan a little while ago, where it was like one of the most 1990s soundtracks ever. This movie tries to do that with one okay, of the this most... Is a very
3: nin- 90s feeling movie, by the way. Oh, yeah. We were talking about 90s movies earlier. I know this is 1999, but it was a very feeling, a 1990s feeling movie.
1: Oh, it's dark and gritty. With uh, the music? Ar- Ar- yeah, Arnie's, on a, Arnie's got a trench coat. Like this is this is an interesting point in Arnie's career because I think he was having heart problems around this time, so people were not willing necessarily to put money on him to make a movie again, and also previous to this, he was doing comedies like he was doing like Jingle All the Way and shit like that, yeah. and he also did the Schumacher Batman film, Batman Forever or Batman I can't remember. Sub-Zero? No, it was yeah he were, he was Sub Zero. So he was doing stuff that was like out of his wheelhouse and he wanted to get a return to like, I want to do a, I want to do a gritty crime film with, uh, with uh, the devil and, and the big action. And then, so they gave him this basically. And so he's doing this and it's like, it's so out of character. Like he does, he's one of the glaring holes in this, right? Like, so bad first off, of course, he's called Jericho Cain, which is which is just please fuck off. Like that's such a stupid on the nose fucking name. But he's not believable in this, right? Like no. he does not like he's presented as this disheveled neo-noir detective. Yeah, can't you know, he can't get his life together, he's down on his luck, he's suicidal, he's popping pills, yet he's a fucking beautiful muscle man. Yeah. Who who is totally physically fit, has no trouble beating the shit out of people. Like the only thing that shows that he's like slightly disheveled, maybe, is the fact that he's got like a five five o'clock shadow at some point. Like that
3: even then like I- you really see it. Like, no, he looked like a hell- when he said that when you have have you been drinking. I was like, You could you not even make him look as if he was drunk? Like couldn't mess up his hair and make him a little messy, look him like, you know, dirty, like you know how they sometimes have characters or movies where the person looks like they stink. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I expect in a disheveled uh, ex cop see gone, like something. Here,
1: here here's the thing here's the thing it's it's widely miscast and I'm not saying that this guy would have like <laughs> uh, gotten a movie like this and being able to sell it to the audience. Like, honestly, Arnold's the good choice in the sense that, like, people are going to watch an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, right? Yeah. But but his partner, Kevin Pollack, who plays Bobby Chicago, he's much more realistic as, like, a disheveled cop who might yeah. be in this situation. Like, he works way better, right? And he's a much more interesting character. Um, I,
3: I did think that Gabriel did a really good job as playing the devil.
1: He's also really good. Also, that's another problem. He outshines like, you, you want your villain to be charismatic and interesting, mm-hmm. but he's to the point where he outshines Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. in every fucking turn.
3: I was totally, like, rooting for the devil. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. halfway through the movie, I'm like, yeah, he's got me. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did not care for Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie. It's,
1: it's, it's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's, like, the lamest idea of what like a Christian apologist thinks an atheist actually is you know where it's like I hate God now because my my wife and my daughter were killed I don't believe in God anymore like fuck off like that's so like that's 1999 like religious discussion chat board bullshit
3: I think that's like, another reason why I just hated the movie too because it was so mm. pushy on on one specific religion yeah it was very uh
1: and it didn't it didn't show cath i mean to its credit it didn't show catholics in a good light either cuz they they all look like creeps like oh, like they're you know sub also the catholic church trying to protect a woman that's fucking <laughs> that's fucking bordering on science fiction right um, there. Like, I'm sorry, like,
3: it was only half of them that were trying to protect the woman
1: yeah some of them were that's that's like that you know this movie's fiction right off the bat when that happens but <laughs> But fucking like some of the well, no, no, no. They
3: weren't trying to protect her. They were trying to protect her ovaries because had she had the devil's child, had she been pregnant by the devil's child, she wouldn't be able to get an abortion.
1: I mean, okay, so (laughs) okay, so you've turned me around on this. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. So yeah, actually, that's on point for fucking Catholics trying to tell a woman what to do with her body. Yeah, although you know this movie doesn't help things at all. Where Robin Tunney. This movie does her such a disservice because she has no agency at all in this movie.
3: There's she one is. She screamed and I did not believe it. Like it was just, I forget what scene it was. I know I wrote it down.
1: That's all um, she does. She screams and she, every scene she's in in this movie, I swear, she's crying. There, There's yeah. not, there's literally, I don't, I don't, there's, there probably is, but I mean, it feels like 90% of her screen time is her with teary eyes at some point because she's so afraid and so scared. Because the devil's coming to fuck her. And all she's got to help her is a bunch of old white dudes from the Catholic Church who want to tell her who she should fuck and who she can't fuck. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's just like this conflicted kind of atheist who doesn't know what the fuck's going on, doesn't want the help of the priest because I'm a detective and I know what I'm doing. Let's not get this religious mumble jumble out. And it's just like, oh, God. The, the, um, the, this is this movie sucks.
3: <laughs> so, back to what I was saying with my other stuff. By the way, it was Batman and Robin. That is the movie we're talking. Mm. About. Yeah. So, um, the first scene with the devil, or the man, I guess is what they call him. Yeah, uh, walks in or, or sorry, walks out of the restaurant grabs a random girl's woman's boob,
0: like mm-hmm. pops it
3: out, and starts making out with her in the restaurant. There was only re- a reaction from the husband, which was barely barely reaction as it was. And what bugged me was that like Gabriel just comes up and gives that good stare, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing about it that screamed devil to me. And the guy just, hey, hey, what are you doing? Hey, like still like standing there, like not doing anything. I'm sorry. If I was with uh my spouse or my partner and someone jumped on them, made out with them, and had their boob out in public, I'd be losing my fucking mind. I would probably have died because the devil would have murdered me. But mm-hmm. I still would have said something or did something. And the rest of the restaurant is not even caring. Like it was just right there. It just took me out of the element because I thought it was very un like, um I don't know. It was there was nothing to it that was realistic. There was nothing to it that like really got me into the scene. Um, and there's nothing too that made me feel like the devil was so evil because the guy's reaction after was like, hey, hey Hey, like if it was different if he was hypnotized or something, I could see that.
1: Well, he gave him he gave him a devil look, right?
3: But I would have pref- like fucking get some contacts or some CGI to make it look like a devil look instead of just yeah, yeah. an angry face. Like that's what I'm saying, had it been a, a something, the stare that would have been like hypnosis, but he was still saying hey to the devil. Like he was still going like, "Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what's going on?"
1: Hey, hey, what 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 if this was a situation though? So this is just this is just uh my own little kind of subtext I'm throwing in there. This is, this is my sort of fantasy text I'm throwing into this. Okay. So, so Gabriel Byrne, yep. uh, he goes into the restaurant. He's a businessman. He's meeting this guy and his wife. They're yeah. going to talk business shit, right? Yeah. What if this was already a cuckold set up in the beginning before he gets taken over by the devil? I and, have, and what, I and what if, and, and what if that dude's fetish was like, I'm going to like protest slightly. But I'm still going to, like, sit back and be a meek little bitch because I like seeing this hottie, like, grab my wife's boob and make out with her. And then we're going to go out to the restaurant and we're going to go back to the fucking apartment and fuck.
3: I think we have discovered that Lee Russell would be taken by the devil's beauty and uh
1: <laughs> what i don't i don't think i like that
3: because you're just you keep talking about gabriel being so attractive and like the way you're talking I mean, he's about a beautiful
1: it. he's a beautiful man
3: so let's all be here let's all be known that um the devil would have control if you looked like gabriel burns if actually the, actually
1: if actually the devil looked like you it would probably go way better but
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um on with the show so another thing <laughs> when they say call nypd I don't know, that made me laugh so fucking hard. Like I, I it was um during the time where I was trying to watch it on my TV. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, like my Chromebook um it streams slow, so it was like kept uh buffering. Mm-hmm. But uh I was <laughs> I was watching, I was trying to like figure my internet out and all I hear is call NYPD, call the ambulance. I just burst out laughing it's like, not call nine one one, not call the cops, not call NYPD.
1: I yeah, because isn't he NYPD? Like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're detectives of some sort, right? They're part of the fucking police force.
3: I don't know what they are. Yeah. I don't, don't know what they are, because um, I understand, like, a Secret Service that's trying to protect. I get that. But then when um, Jericho kills a cop and he's like, the cops are after you. It's like... Wait. Yeah,
1: it's never spelled out what the fuck he is, right? Because yeah. he's, he's supposed to be a cop, but, like, is he... Like SWAT, special forces, or something, because he—he's like a cop who gets to like be gruff and wear a trench coat. It makes no goddamn sense. Like no,
3: it's—it I—I just thought it was just really weird. It's just—how does he have so much? He's an ex-cop who has power over other cops. I don't know. Anyways, um, it was a little weird. Um, mm-hmm. I did appreciate the the first real stunt that we see when. Uh, oh yeah. That was fucking insane. Like when the helicopter comes down and clips the guy, mm-hmm. that was insane. Just really then good. I really laughed when uh, Jericho comes tra- crashing through the glass. I was <laughs> like, "I'm Batman."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just Mister Freeze, I'm Batman. Yahoo!
3: I um, I think another thing for me was uh, okay, so it's been forever now, but they played on the fears with like the Y two K thing yes and um uh, i- re- I was twelve uh when this was happening, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking how dumb it was. I just thought it was the stupidest thing ever again, with the whole time change thing because like everyone's worried about the end of the world, not time change time zones, yeah. Uh, everyone's worried about the end of the world. While well, I'm watching the New Year celebration in Australia, I'm like, does it have to be all, all the countries that are gonna do it? Then the end of the world happens. Like Vancouver's got to celebrate. It's like
1: then... a domino effect, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and every every time zone goes down in sequence. That's how that's how the world ends, baby.
3: <laughs> Alaska. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Um...
1: And what about mountain time? What what happens to them?
3: I don't know. No. I don't know. Who knows? But anyways, just it just made me laugh. Like it was just something silly that I thought was silly, and then this (laughs) movie like totally plays on that. Yeah. Um,
0: The it
1: it 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 dates it so much, right? Like the soundtrack and this the fact that it's like Y two K is coming. That dates this movie so badly.
3: Oh, oh my god! Uh, When the the priest is like, I've been twelve years sober, and I can spot someone drinking. And I'm like, I'm zero days sober, and I can spot someone drinking. Yeah, guess
1: what? (laughs) Guess what? A drunk ain't hard to spot, dude.
3: But um, Um, never, ever in this whole fucking movie did Arnold Schwarzenegger look drunk. Ever, he did not look like an alcoholic. They could have fucking rouged up his nose a bit or something, anything, anything. But they made him have like such a pretty boy look. Like, like
1: could could couldn't have Arnold like honestly taken a couple months off the training and like just gotten a little chubby.
3: Yeah. Something I don't even care. Like there's also the idea you can have alcoholics that are still fit because yeah. of um, addiction, addiction to exercise, all that stuff. So whatever, right. I could still believe like the fit guy, whatever, but the clothes were so clean. The The hair was always so clean. The facial expressions, like his face was just so like clean. Everything was clean.
1: You're, 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 you're supposed to believe this guy's clean, when they show you uh, a scene of him taking leftover Chinese floor pizza and coffee and putting them in a fucking blender and that's his morning smoothie. Yeah. No.
3: No. It just um like anything, even the makeup, even makeup to make him look like tired or just um
1: make his battered. nose red. Yeah. Give, give him some varicose veins on his oh nose my God, or something
3: yes. like the fucking alcoholic nose. Like, yeah all of these things are possible all of these things would have been so easy yeah so anything to just kind of give him like d- depression or yeah. lack of sleep or uh, like actual like actually look like an alcoholic actually like,
1: make him vulnerable yeah like, like
3: i don't i don't care if in his case because he is a bodybuilder i don't care if he didn't want to do the diet whatever mm-hmm. the fucking team in general, like the design team or the costumes or anything, makeup could have done any hair, anything, Mm -hmm. any of these things could have like easily made him look disheveled and distressed. Like I've seen people um, with addiction problems come to the gym and you could see it in their face. You could see it. I saw none of that. I saw no pain. Like I didn't even clue in really that um, he was very depressed about his uh, daughter and wife da- dying. Because yeah, yeah. I knew he was. I knew at the beginning he was. And then I kept reminding myself, oh yeah, that's right. His daughter died and his mother- the wife died. Because he looked so fucking happy and healthy the whole fucking movie.
1: Yeah. it's it, Arnold just like... And I'll, I'll say this. Arnold's been good in some movies. Like, he's he's not a terrible actor. No, but he's he, not. But he's miscast and he's terrible in this. Like, he's really bad in this. It's, it's an Arnold formula with like let's make quips for Arnold and put him in an action movie in a movie that does not fit that at
0: all.
3: No, he's an action uh, comedy guy. Mm-hmm. He's got the, the accent. He's got the whole body for action. He's got all that, and he's a f- like he takes he doesn't take himself seriously. So he he's a fun person to watch.
1: And he, he takes himself way too serious in th- this movie. This movie takes everything too fucking serious.
3: But he doesn't have that range as an actor. Like yeah. Just alone in the facial expressions, alone in everything. He doesn't look like a sad person. So, uh, fuck, like, makeup, fuck hair, fuck everything. Like, there's some actors where they play parts of um, being in this insanely dark, depressive state. And you could see it. You could see it in their face. This was nothing. He,
1: he, you know who would fit better in this? Like, put a fucking 1999 Mick- Nicolas Cage in this or something like oh that, right? Oh, my
3: God,
0: yes.
1: Yeah. And, and, and this movie, you know, don't change the movie either. Make it as stupid as fuck as it already is. But Nicolas Cage could have took this and ran with it and made it work because he would bounce off how stupid it is. And you would be sort of like interested in his per- Yeah, his performance would work, right? But yeah. But here it's like Arnold's just, he's totally out of his own Contra- contradictory to the fucking material that he's working against and it's it's just it it doesn't work it doesn't work at all
3: it it doesn't it doesn't and then i don't know there was like the the points where they're supposed to shock you with everything like when Thomas dies he's mm-hmm. in that stigmata position yeah Um and
1: he's supposed to be Thomas Aquinas by the way who's like an actual like uh, religious figure priest or whatever the fuck and he's supposed to have like lived a thousand years and he's been trying to stop this shit by the way uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight did that sort of like religious mythology thing way better
3: yeah yeah. Got a lot less attention, but they mm-hmm. did it way better. Uh, and CeCe Pounder was in it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious seeing her as a cop and then seeing her in the other movie. Like, talk yeah. about like a versatile actress. Like, yes. oh uh, lay. Like I She's- know it had its flaws, but there was some stuff I did enjoy about this movie.
1: She's really good in this. Um She
3: played um- Okay, okay. This is okay, this this is another thing. Um he- gets the girl, he gets Christine, and then he comes out and he sees uh, oh, what's her name now?
1: Margot March. Yeah.
3: And um, they just start shooting at him. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why. Because at first I thought it was because the devil kind of took over and like hypnosis or something. And then she died, brought him back to life, and then she went after him again. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what happened. I don't know the reason. What? Why all of a sudden they turned? Why should they started shooting before even talking to him?
0: Yeah. Or anything I, or
3: trying to. Like,
1: I don't know either. Like, it, this is another problem. This movie's two hours long, and it's like, if there's plot points that I should have grasped, I didn't because it got so boring. Like, it's just like oh, no.
3: It just it felt okay and. Uh, I know I'm all over the place, but it's just I'm looking at my notes and just remind, reminding of like stuff that really bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, I bug it bugs the fuck out of me. It seriously bugs the fuck out of me. The Thomas is a homeless priest. Okay,
0: mm-hmm.
3: he's in a hospital in the states. The hospital does not have free health free well free health care.
0: Right.
3: He would not be in a hospital by himself, even if it was a jail thing. Even if it was like a case mm-hmm. thing, and even if it was, he still wouldn't be left alone because he would have to be monitored the whole time or guarded all the time. I know there's a guard at the gate yeah. to not let him in, but there was nobody else. Like, do you know how much staff there would be in, in general and you're trying to protect somebody like with shit like that happen? Mm-hmm. Or who's like in that high of a case, you wouldn't even have like a guard that leaves the fucking hospital. Like they would never be allowed to be left alone. And then if it was just let's say, just general population hospital, he wouldn't be able to afford private.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> like, this was a piece of shit guy who tried to kill somebody, or an ex-priest, but still tried to kill somebody, and right. created a cause, a bunch of shit. So in, in other people's worlds, it's a piece of shit guy because it's a homeless person, whatever. Right. He's a nobody. Do you think that they would put that much privacy in any of it? No. Absolutely not! They would be like, no, no, it's cool. We've got other people fucking... Guys here that need to go to prison that are in the hospital right now. It's fucking New York. Like... Yeah. <laughs> anyways. It's... Just saying. It nothing was makes, so easy to kill him.
1: Nothing makes sense in this movie. It, it's it's made to be a Arnie vehicle. And it fails at that. It fails at an interesting... At being, like, an interesting end of the millennium film. Like, it, it's basically here's what would happen to Rosemary's baby as an actually Rosemary's baby. If we made it a 1990s action film and it sucks.
3: Oh, and this fucking transition sequences, like when they had the, the original like Pope evil priest guy, mm-hmm. um, who meets the devil for the first, time. Oh no, I guess it's a doctor, a doctor. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Udu-Kir, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So we meet, him, or the uh, devil comes and sees him, or sorry, the man comes and sees him, mm-hmm. uh, sees his wife and daughter, and starts fucking them, mm-hmm. and then they meld into each other in some weird thing, and then wakes up. It's Christine's dream. Yeah. So did that happen? Did that not happen?
1: I don't know. Do not know.
3: Like we don't even see anything after that. Like nothing happens after that. Like it's literally just a blank of like.
1: I just Are they alive? I just did, I just, did, I just, did, did I just it happen
3: wouldn't... to like be a psychic connection and this is happening in real life. I don't know. There was nothing there was so many um all of a sudden moments, weird transition moments, like things that you're just supposed to hop on and expect to understand. Like mm-hmm. I was reading some of the comments that people said positive things and they were like, Oh, it's this great action movie that's scary and blah blah blah. No where like none of it like i kept getting lost i was trying so hard to focus too because i had to
1: <laughs> yeah and it's I it's full of, well i mean i chose wrongly because this was the first time i watched it all the way through like I, i've seen bits and pieces on tv here and there but it's like it's one i never actually fully went into and it's like okay you know what we're, we're doing this thing now or we're you know, picking a cast member of a previous film and going through it. It's like, okay, Gabriel Byrne. He's, he did some stuff like Miller's Crossing, Usual Suspects. Those are great films, but I mean, kind of stuff people pick already. You know, kind of it's, mm-hmm. the, us- the, usual, it's the usual suspects as far as his filmography goes. So I was like, okay, end of days. That, that's kind of weird and, you know, interesting. And it's kind of in our wheelhouse to do stuff a little off the wall. So I picked this and, well, I. Sometimes you don't hit the fucking center of the dartboard. Though, what I, can I tell
3: you? <laughs> I just, oh, and it's it's just, it's just, it's just bad. It's okay. then an, another, another thing, another thing. Um, I don't understand like why they make females so fucking weak in these movies. Like when the, the, all the, the Pope guys or whatever priest guys came in and found her the first time around. hmm and she takes the shoe and hits the first one. That's it. Yeah. It was like ten seconds of her being like, "Oh hey, I'm gonna be really smart and hit him with a shoe," and then even show the shoe too. I'm like, mm-hmm. "What is that with a fucking uh, product placement shit?" Because it was literally pointless to show me that shoe.
0: Yeah.
3: Like, I, I don't understand what just happened here. Like, they yeah, didn't she even, g- I, they just needed to take that sequence. They should have just had it like where they go in and she gets fucking like hide in the closet, and take her out of the closet. Because there was no mm. point. And having that fucking shoe scene because it didn't even make her seem like. And the fucking. When the devil's like taking her to the thing and she's like, oh no, oh no. no and she's barely pushing. No. Arnold Schwarzenegger can fucking walk through the devil, push him, do all sorts of stuff, but she can't get a wrist out of this guy's wrist.
1: Hey. And hey, then she's
3: hey, on the fucking table and she's not tied up and she's just there, like, okay, I'll just stay here. Like, not even trying. Like, I don't
1: hey, know. hey, 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 didn't you hear the dialogue? Didn't you hear the dialogue? When Arnold came up to the devil and said, "You think you're bad compared to me? You're a choir boy, a choir boy. Don't don't you get it? W- women don't even come into this equation. It's like it's they're there to have their ovaries contested by men, and you know, and devils. And if the Satan or uh, mortal man gets the uh, the entry." So to speak, into her ovaries. Uh, that's that's. This that's is how another thing that
3: bugged me too, because in the last uh, nine minutes, when it did the uh, nine minutes, I was like, "Well, it's pretty much over now," because uh-huh. by the time like the guy if you take the clothes off, come in the girl. I think it was seven minutes when they finally like started to to ritual
1: story story of my sex life take clothes off come in the girl seven minutes yeah there we go
3: <laughs> but uh the um, clothes come off or no clothes didn't even come off he wasn't even inside her and there was like not even seven minutes left or not even five minutes left at this point like there's three minutes left something stupid i don't know why i wasted so much time like why not just get on her and fuck her but yeah. um especially when you think about it uh is it just the sperm Entering her vagina because it takes some time in order for the fucking sperm to reach the egg. Like, I was assuming that it was supposed to be this thing where it was like actual conception, not
1: this is, uh, sperm this, into a vagina. This is super devil sperm. You gotta understand. Like, it, this stuff shoots up at light speed.
3: But the way they said they had to impregnate her, I guess, fuck her, but she had to be mm-hmm. impregnated uh, the hour before New Year's. Okay. Right. So, take everything out. In the last 10 minutes, it's almost scientifically impossible.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you got to figure, like, the devil's probably got super blue balls at this point because he's been trying to get her all night. But
3: even if he comes inside her, like, for the sperm to enter and then the and the egg, the sperm find the egg, it mm-hmm. takes time. It takes time. That's, it's not something instant,
1: and there and there's there's no guarantee of supernatural stuff here too because again going back to the devil, sometimes he has powers where he can do stuff, and sometimes he chooses not to do stuff. Apparently, it's like it makes no sense. Like he there's can, no consistent consistency to what he can and can't do.
3: He can take bullets uh, throughout the whole part of the movie, and then at one point the bullet wounds start to show. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets by hit by a train, the body's useless. Yeah, like. Didn't you just get hit by a bunch of bullets like they did nothing? Like it didn't even leave a mark? Anyways. Um
1: Swart- yeah, Arnie Arnie blew like three or four good hamburger sized chunks of meat out of his ass.
3: And then all gun. of a sudden we see it at, at the top of his skull, it's a little bit off. Yeah. Not the rest where it's all over the fucking body.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, like the movie makes no sense. Like it none of there's no logistical like and continuity at all with this. The,
3: the trying so hard with the fucking six 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 nine nine nine. But yeah, turn it one upside
1: one. down and, and did you put a one on it because that's how every fucking batshit apologist Christian fucking theologian tries to like get some shit out of the Bible that isn't actually there by like making up shit like that. Like, oh, if you only turn six 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 upside down and put a one on it, that means nineteen ninety nine. That's when the world's gonna have, fuck you.
3: Yeah, just like, just the one it was it was like everything seen backwards and reverse.
1: Yeah. Like and just shut so up. So
3: six 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 becomes nine nine nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Where did the one come from? Where did the one come from? It's not ninety it you split it, you flip it around, whatever. It's now like six 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 one. Churches
1: should pay taxes.
3: Yes, churches should bake
1: time. We'd have a lot less churches, which would be a good thing.
3: Um Another thing uh that I thought was really bad, um the music.
1: Oh, does the soundtrack sucks. Like it, it the sucks. Music,
3: there was one point where that uh, music was playing and then there oh, was yeah,
1: No, sucking- mean-
3: oh, no, we don't need it. No, we do not need it. We do not need it. All
1: right,
0: I stopped it.
3: But that was playing, and then there was also I don't know what fucking song was in the background, but it was some like nineties heavy song from back mm-hmm. in the day that was like popular. I mean, it was playing in the background at the same time. So you had this like evangelical music playing, mm-hmm. and that fucking music playing at the same time while they're doing their uh, speaking, the ceremony thing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Doing. Blah 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 De- um
1: the De- soundtrack De- 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 has corn everlast limp biscuit rob zombie power man 5000 which is rob zombies like cousin or some shit Zo- sonic youth creed and chinese democracy era guns N' roses which is like axel rose of a bunch of people who aren't in the original guns N' roses oh my god it's, yeah, it's terrible
3: it is terrible and it's not well placed out either Mm -mm. the songs they pick for the certain situations don't put you in the movie like had they had that creepy um godly music that played in i hate you right now (laughs) but it had they had that like when they were doing the the ritual Mm-hmm. It would have given you some sense of creepiness. But they put both of the fucking songs together. Like you could hear the, the yeah. creepiness of the music and then you could hear this other fucking music in the back. I was like, are we in a fucking riot? Like are what's going on? Are we in a rave? Are we at a concert? Like why is this music playing in the background? Why no, don't is
1: don't, don't 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 you get Lee? It's somatic. It's this this is the, the clash of the old and the new coming together in a an amalgamation of horror. It was bad. It was just bad, yeah. It was
3: bad. It was pro. It was really, really. It's there were some really good things. Like there were some really cool stunts, and um, I did find the costuming for the devil really good because he was supposed to be suave looking. Mm -hmm. So I did think him. So Gabriel himself, I thought, was just like. Out of this world for his performance. I thought he was the only thing that kept me entertained this whole movie. I was rooting for him the whole time. When he was giving his speech, I was like, "You won me over. Let's go."
1: And he doesn't even have good material to work with, but he makes it work. Like he—he's really good. I mean, it's just a testament that he's a fucking excellent actor. Yeah,
3: yeah, um, yeah. I. It's bad. It's a bad movie. It's a very bad movie. It is. It's um like I said. It's a very it's such a. It was such a try hard movie. Mm -hmm. They tried so hard to be cool. They tried so hard to be like that it 90s movie. They tried so hard to like follow along with the Y2K, like fucking religious bullshit. Oh, and I'm sorry, the fucking devil's on the planet and God's like, just have faith, guys. Yeah, no, we'll just just work some poor schlub, kill himself, even though he doesn't have to, in order to save you guys.
1: He works in mysterious ways, Lee.
3: Cause had God come down, how many in his people wouldn't have died? But that's right. We're supposed to fucking fight for God. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're
1: we're supposed to do God's fight. dirty work. Yeah, that's like, the thing.
3: I even when I asked, like this, even when they asked, why isn't God doing anything? Well, oh, he believe he wants us to believe in him. He wants us to, to have faith. He wants us. <laughs> Fuck you.
2: It's,
1: it's, it's almost like. Christianity is bullshit.
3: Even they know that God doesn't even fucking come. They just say it because they're like, yeah, we think so.
1: It's pretty obvious that the Christian God has never came. Like, he's never come at all, ever.
3: They should have had a a Lamas Morissette come down.
1: (laughs) You want to hear, like, cool gods who actually come? Like Zeus. Zeus, he came in a lot of people.
3: Oh, he came in a lot of people. Um, I don't think the devil will give a fuck if the person that he's trying to fuck is a female or a virgin or not.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. I, I, I don't get why that's a thing. It makes no sense. I, I don't that's
3: know. That's it. I remember. I was like holding on to that for so long because I forgot about it.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's dumb. This this whole movie's fucking dumb.
3: It's played on the god uh Yeah, it's played on the God thing, and I I don't like God movies like this because it's really like die hard trying to make you believe in God again. Anybody who's atheist is uh, going to unbecome atheist. Like when he said, "Oh, you have to know your enemy or you have to know God to know Satan." I was like, "No, you don't."
1: Yeah. You really you don't. See see how stupid you are, atheist, for not believing in God anymore cuz he killed your wife and child. Huh? Huh? Like so, so dumb. Like everything about this movie is dumb. Um budget for this was 100 million dollars. Uh, box office was uh, 212 million, so it made its money back. Maybe generally go advertising budget. So depending on what that was, this didn't necessarily do as well as they kind of wanted it to. And like this is kind of a signaling point to like a sort of a downturn in Arnie's career. Really, like he was he was kind of like sloping down anyway at this point. But this was kind of like
3: I feel like this was the. The life preserver that they threw out, but the preserver was full of sand.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I think it wasn't too long after that that he was like getting into politics and stuff and getting out of movies for a while. So uh, that's kind of where this sits. Uh, it, it, you can get it anywhere Blu ray, DVD, iTunes, Google Play, Microsoft Store, Amazon Prime, Voodoo, Movies Anywhere. A little bit of trivia here. Uh, this is the first non Terminator film in which Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a character who dies making this the first human character he plays and ends up dying. This was originally written for Tom Cruise, but he uh, did Magnolia oh. instead, which is a far better movie yeah. than this.
3: Uh, pro- Tom Cruise probably looked at this and was like, um, no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro and Sam Raimi were both offered a chance to direct, but turned it down wisely. Um, this, this shows
3: was, you. Like, it's yeah. a- all these people. Yeah, no, they were smart. They said, fuck that shit.
1: This was uh, Rod Steiger's last uh, studio film Mm -hmm. that he did. I think he uh, did one other film after this before he died. Uh, This is one of the three movies revolving uh, on satanic appearances to get released in 1999 um, with the other films being The Ninth Gate and Stigmata. And a uh, little talk here on the special effects. By the way, CGI-ness is... Mm. Eh. It's, not, it's, yeah, it's not terrible. It's just kind of in the middle, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Stan Whiston, uh, studio concept designers, Mark Crash McCreely designed the Satan Beast. Spent uh, months designing the Satan Beast with uh, Constellation with Peter Hyams. Uh, Stan Winston related, ultimately, he was able to conceptualize the devil in a way that was both cinematic and demonic. We don't want to uh, play to some cliche image of Satan, red skin and horns just wouldn't have worked. But the character did have to conform to some of the iconic mythology. Crash managed to touch on the key elements that identified the beast while bringing something fresh and new to it. Uh, the approved designers pressed to San Winston Studio key artist Joey Orsoro co, who scripted the highly detailed marquette. Um, after the scripture, the sculpture was scanned by CyberFX. The data was derived served as a basis for both uh, Winston's full-size creation and RnH's digital devil. The final Satan beast measured seven feet tall and a half and had a 12-foot wingspan. Uh, work on the full scale suit began with the milling of blah, 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 blah. Um, just to get into this, this, this suit that they used for practical effects was not very mobile and the guy in it like was severely limited in this mobility. And he had, it actually had like a camera in it to see where he was looking. Like, uh, like he couldn't look out of holes in the suit or anything like that. Like, it was actually like a camera in there where he could, like, move around and look to see what he was fucking doing on set. And all that's for not because mostly all we see is fucking CGI in the final end of the film. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, it was, yeah, it was just a waste of time. Well, it's one of these things where it's like, hey, get Stan Winston to make these great practical effects, and we're just going to fuck off and do deep CGI and it's not very good. That enjoy.
3: devil at the end is <laughs> terrible. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, really it's bad. not great. Uh, Sven Oli Thorsen, uh, who is a, Arnold Schwarzenegger's friend and appears in a lot of his films. He appears as one of the thugs who breaks into Jericho's apartment in the uh, sort of devil flashback and kills his wife and uh, child. And... Um, Allegedly, the test screening versions of the film had uh, the following alternate scenes. On the train sequence, before Satan leaps across the carriages, he points and says, Jericho, I will cast you down like my father did to me at the beginning of time. It's a stupid line. I'm glad they cut that. Uh, this, this was in the test screening, but cut in the final version. And Jericho, there's an alternate ending here where Jericho impales himself on the statue of the angel is believed to be dead, but then opens his eyes and pushes himself off of the sword. His wound is miraculously healed, and then he and Christine walks out of the church.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> which Which feels like the ending... Both. Both may, <laughs> yeah, stupid. Like it's, the movie sucks. Him
3: killing himself in the first place was dumb. He literally just had to stand there for two more seconds, and it would have been over.
1: Yeah. Sucks. Uh, we do have a comment here from gary hill who could not join us tonight so i'm gonna play that now
2: hey guys uh this is gary from the cinnamon beef podcast i I promise that i I, oh i asked lee could, could i be on this show tonight that you guys are gonna record on a donkey that i happen to love called end of days that stars uh arnie schwarzenegger and Kevin Pollak and Gabriel Byrne and whole bunch of other great great character actors. I'll, I'll mention a few of them, you know, during my little schmear here. Uh, the reason I cannot be there tonight is because stuff happens with cars, and I don't want to get into it. But the chassis is a very delicate thing, and easy to get fixed. And I need to get up on time for work, so uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, but in end, the end days. Uh, came out at the end of my high school days. So it's one of those weird films that came out at the end of the millennium that, you know, one of those, uh, you know, the world's going to end uh, when the year hits 2000. I think a lot of films are like this. Uh, they have a, few, a few notable ones. I think Strange Days had a weird tech thing at the end of the millennium. And, yeah, it's just some weird stuff. Anywho, this film... Uh, and I love I love films like the for, uh, Arnie films like this, where he uh, is taken out of his element, kind of, because there's some some action set pieces in this film, but he's uh played a character hilariously called Jericho because you know Jesus. Uh, I'm sure at least told you the plot of this movie by now, but there's a a baby that could um have sex with the devil, you know. Uh, and um bring apart the big bring upon the apocalypse. I think that's the whole plot line of this film. But uh, I I I really dig this film I won't go too far into details uh, as far as like the film goes. I'm sure they're gonna get into that very deeply. But um it's got certain tropes I love in it. Uh just um this is part of the beginning where Arnie's put a bunch of shit in the blender, then he eats it after he blends it including floor pizza. I I love that trope in movies when people use something disgusting that comes out of a blender. Uh, Really, really small, small thing, but it's done in the Brian Bosworth classic Lady Lee. If you haven't seen it, stone cold very well. He feeds it to his lizard, this disgusting concoction in a blender. But besides that, that one trope that I love, um, it's a great time. I I love this fucking donkey of a movie. It's so ridiculous uh, it's like, oh, your baby's got a birthmark. Uh, might be that that devil sired baby. I, I I don't know how this works. Gabriel Byrne plays real fine as as the man or the devil in disguise. Um, by my one of my favorite devils. I, I tell you the absolute truth of, of this time, and we were blessed with two great devils. Uh, him and Peter Stormare in the Constantine movie. Um, probably two of my favorite of all time. What uh, this film does kind of well and kind of succeeds at it, it takes the, that trope from many 70s films, you know, devil conspiracy against you know, whatever it became popular for Rosemary's Baby, of course, um, and puts it in like a, a modern grittier world, I, I guess, because everything looks dirty in this film. And I love that about it. Um, plot moves very well, and you see like these side characters that show up Udo Kier and miriam margolis uh stand out i, I love them and in so many things just these, these side character actors that means something to the plot uh chicago's own robin tunney holding it down as your female lead uh there's a lot to love here i mean, there, I mean there's a lot to, to be i think it's ridiculous too um including rapey arnold schwarzenegger the this movie because he uh Supposed because possessed by the devil, and he's gonna have sex with Robin Tunney, and he makes his face like he's licking his lips or something, and it's kind of like, Ew, that's gross. But uh, all in all, um, I have a good time with this movie, it's ridiculous. Uh, I, I see this about so many films, the character actors hold it down, and I, I think without this great collection of character actors, including. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Pollak and CCH Pounder and who do I mention Miriam Margolis. uh there, there's there's so many good ones in in here and if they weren't there I don't think Arnie would would keep this afloat on his own this this turn of a movie sitting in the punch bowl of the millennium you know where our world was going to end it all your says get right the film all your computers are going to shut down at midnight people you know and it's 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 a really silly millennium fair. I I dig it. Uh really stupid. Really great looking creature at the end. Uh done by Stan Winston apparently. There's a lot of love here, I, I think, and a lot to hate here. So if you uh love this turd like I do, um yeah, love it. If not, uh I respect that. But this has been me speaking. Uh not editing this down at all, Lee, I'm sorry. But uh this is gary thank you for inviting me sorry i had to cancel love to you and the lady lee um i forgot to mention this is rod steiger one of his last things maybe one day we'll do his last thing which is a film that i love called pool hall junkies um i'll, sh- I'll share it with your podcast listeners my love for that film my, my genuine love for that film but uh this is gary i'm out have a good show guys Awesome, thank you, Gary. I
3: can uh, I can agree with his point of view because he has a more um, laid back, fun experience mm-hmm. with a lot of movies. So he never watches them on a serious point. He always watches them for appreciation of what it is. Yeah. And I saw it as a serious film, so I watched it as a serious film. And he watched it as like almost a comedy ish because of <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I can appreciate his uh, his review
1: and, and I, I mean and also he's totally right and something should be mentioned all the character actors that are around arnold in this film are fucking great like everybody else is giving like oh, I totally great right. like i like robin Tunney doesn't get a lot to do so she's kind of the exception to that but everybody else in this is like riffing off arnold and like doing really good and arnold's just kind of there so, like, it's honestly the character actors around him that actually keep this going to the extent that it does.
3: Miriam's face, when she's the nurse, and she mm-hmm. steals the baby. That's just that, that face. That mm-hmm. face she makes every fucking movie which she's evil, and I love it!
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Gary. Uh, sorry you couldn't be on. We were, we were looking forward to that, but uh, still, good good to have you sitting in that little bit a little bit of audio so that was cool yes thank you yeah so lady lee you picked a movie for next time
3: i picked a movie for next time i i it's funny because um you mentioned gary today wanting to be on this one i, mm-hmm. I i'm thinking he might want to be on the next one too mm-hmm. i feel like this is down his alley so um i picked uh miriam Margoyles. Margoyles. i don't know how to pronounce her last name
1: I think, it's Mar- um, I think it's Margolis, maybe.
3: Margolis? Margolius, Margolius. Mm. I don't know. I apologize. I'm terrible with names. Um, anyways, I picked her because I think she's hilarious. And I went for something. It was funny because I saw a couple. I was like, ooh, James and the Giant Peach. That's a funny mm. one, but not this time the podcast. And then I saw Little Shop of Horrors, which I would have thought would have been hilarious to do. But I've seen it. So I went with uh, Ed and his dead mother.
1: Oh, okay. I have
3: never seen the movie, and um, Steve Buscemi's in it. And mm-hmm. I love Steve Buscemi.
1: Yeah.
3: So I uh, saw that I had better ratings than the one that you did, but yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, thought- no, <laughs> no, no, duh. But I thought this would be a good ridiculous movie to do. So
1: that's an excellent pick. Uh, I, I've not seen that either. I, I know of it. I know what it is, but I've never watched it. So that's. That's fantastic pick.
3: Hey. Yeah, so uh next week's up to you.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so that's gonna be the next episode. Ed and his dead mother. That that's they'll be they will be awesome. And of course, yeah, like I was just saying, Gary, you wanna jump on that one, we'll we'll figure it out and get it done. So, Lady Lee, where can people find you on the interwebs?
0: at
3: mighty tiny all star on instagram i keep you posted on whatever lee posts me yeah. <laughs> I, I was just laughing i'm like fuck i need to get a twitter account i feel
1: like you really don't that's, <laughs> okay. that's not a good idea i mean it would it would probably up our traffic a little bit but i mean i don't i i care about your sanity so i i don't think i'd want you on twitter
3: i think i'd just do it for advertising <laughs>
1: I mean even then I, like, I, I
3: have I have a hard time I have a hard time I go through like Facebook friends Of comments That I see Other people Like friends on Theirs post stuff I'm like Oh my god I can't do this
1: <laughs> Yeah no Like even, even if you Were just using Twitter for advertising I have a feeling You would have A negative impact On your life and I don't want that, so I'm, I'm 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 trying to keep you away from Twitter. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not throwing a chastity belt on you or anything, but I'm just saying, like you know,
3: you got that ch- twist of wow, you got that Twitter uh, bullet.
1: Yeah, I, I've already taken take. it to the head. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, and you can find us at tmbdospodbean where you can find all of our. Other podcasts, all the stuff we do, uh, go to T- uh, They Must Be Destroyed on site on Facebook, and you can interact with us, give us uh, movie suggestions to do, all that good stuff. Your movie suggestions probably won't get heard for the next little while, because we're kind of on our little, little like, ah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that kind of phase. But, you know, we'll eventually get to them.
3: If you hear movie that we're doing and there's an actor that pops up, let us know. Oh, Let us know what oh. you could see, like suggest too. Like I know we, by the time the episode's playing, we'll have the next one. But hey, if there's one that we missed, then we should go to. Yeah,
1: yeah we'll, we'll, put, we'll we'll put we'll put on the list. We'll we'll do it. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Especially if you hear like an actor that inspired us to pick, and you're like, no, you should have done this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I would
1: we- appreciate that. We we encourage the listeners to like you know disagree. It's like hey yeah you did that fucking bullshit that everyone's done, but what about this actor and the stuff they did? I'm
3: like yeah yeah okay yeah
1: yeah. Thank you, Lady Lee. And you know every time I think of you, I think of this.
3: You're a fucking but, asshole. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah no it it was uh, good fun uh, as always, and uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Lady Lee. And we're fucking out of here. Goodbye. Bye. Listening to TMB DOS. They must be destroyed on site. For further episodes of this podcast, please go to tmbdos.podbean.com We're also on Apple Podcasts and pretty much any podcatcher that you can find. Thank you. Drive through.